Dermot and Dave's Out Believe Tour with Sky on Today FM. What a moment for me. I'm sitting across from a Manchester United legend. This is uh, Eva Mannion, Ireland player, Manchester United player. And as Dermot was pointing out, I'm not really well behaved when I meet Manchester United players. Like the last time uh, Gary Neville was in the studio, as soon as I met him, I accidentally called him Sir. I don't know why. So I don't know. Dermot was saying just. I, I was worried that he was going to maybe start calling you Milady and start genuflecting in front of you. It's embarrassing. I, I mean, honestly. I'm just such a huge United fan, and here's even Manny sitting in front of me. This is amazing. But of course, an Ireland player as well. Not just a Manchester United player. Uh, tough for you on the run up to this because your injury meant that you and Vera had a decision to make. What was that like? Oh, it was so gutting not to be able to be in the squad in the end. Obviously, I picked up a bit of an injury. Um, and then, you know, it was felt that potentially I'd just miss out. So I was really, really gutted. But once I got over that and realised that I could come along, come to Australia and support the girls as a fan in the stands with my parents, um, you know what? It's been so good. I've ha- I'm having such an amazing time. I'm having an absolute blast. That's great to hear. I know you're from Birmingham. Uh, what was the Irish connect- connection for you growing up and uh, how... How connected, from what age did you feel, you know, to, to the Irish team? Yeah, so sat behind me right now, I've got my mum and dad, and they've been in England for 35 years, but they were, they're from Ireland, Mayo and Galway. And so I got shipped over to my grandparents every summer uh, for the six weeks. They reckon it was for me for a holiday, but I think it was for them. Yeah. So I feel really, really connected. Mm. Um, you played GA and everything, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, with a team called Sean McDermott's and then our county would be Warwickshire. So, so we'd be going over to like the tournaments and the, and the failures and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, definitely a strong connection. Um, so proud to wear green. And when did football become obvious that that was something you could pursue more seriously? than just kicking a ball around with your friends? Yeah, well, I play, obviously I did the GAA and I did the soccer. Um, and then probably when I started to hit 13 or 14, the soccer started to get more serious. I was playing for academies and stuff like that. Started to take up more of my time. Um, and then that, I kind of went down that path. And to be honest, it wasn't until I was about 18 or 19 where it became a thing that you could do it professionally. Yeah. Before that, there was no such thing as a full-time contract. And so kind of, you know, one, two, skip a few, and I've ended up, you know, kind of doing okay. Um, doing okay. Yeah. Plays for United in Ireland, yeah. Well, you know, when I was 20, so that'd be seven years ago, there was no such thing as a Man United women's team. That's right, only so it's only years five years old. five years old. So, mm. you know, thinking about me as a kid, we weren't able to have that necessary dream as such but kids now they can look at it and they can think you know I can have that for myself yeah, I've, I've repeated amazing. it so many times I've, I've eight year old twin daughters and they play football I coach them but like they have gone from having Rashford and you know Bruno Fernandes on their shirts to having Toon and yeah, Mannion yeah, and now yeah, Moore because our surname is Moore so now the two of them want Moore on their back yeah. another Man United player but this is the thing like they genuinely now have female role models whether it's Ireland Manchester United whatever it is whatever sport like they're, they're starting to see women do it in a way that means so much to them that you guys wouldn't have had even growing up yeah it's great to see and also it's great to see the soccer and I think to be fair the women's JA was a bit ahead of us actually in getting games on the television mm. um, so that's been really really good that now you can flick on mainstream television and you might be watching a female soccer game and yeah. we would never be able to say that 10 years ago and seeing the buzz around this tournament just shows that you know there is an interest in it if you can see it if it's on television uh, interesting season for you injuries aside um, I know you played a pivotal role in getting United to the FA Cup final Champions League I mean it's an exciting time and you're, I bet you must be 
absolutely busting a gut to get back to full fitness. Yeah, it's been the maddest season. So obviously at Manchester United, it's our first season we've qualified for Champions League. Although I only realised the other day that it's the qualifier before the group for stage. The group stage, yeah, yeah. But at the time when we were celebrating, we weren't thinking no, of that extra no, step. It's definitely Champions League. Yeah, yeah, and then also first time getting to an FA Cup final. So you know, in in kind of soccer, there's very few times when you do something for the first time. Yeah. So it's so special to do it with this group, and then. In there, in the mix, obviously, I've had my own personal story of injuries and such, but at the end of the season, it was a real high for me. Back involved, picked up an annoying little mild injury, and that has kept me out of obviously being involved in more of a playing way in in the World Cup with Ireland um, by a matter of weeks. Mm, That that is frustrating, but amazing that you've come and come out here with your parents to have the, the kind of holiday and things but to support the girls I mean, I'm sure the girls it means so much to them that you're out here and not cheering them on from home which would be just as great but in fairness but to be out here and, and cheer them on is amazing for them yeah it's lovely and every night we've been going to Irish pubs you know they're absolutely great over here and seeing all the green jerseys McCabe on the back yeah. Abby Larkin's massive over here her yeah. parents have been around with flags and everything mm. so just being in the mix of that and almost living like a normal person for a few days obviously usually with the professional side of things you know you have to you have to look after yourself you have to be good and all of that but for a few days it's been amazing to just be on the other side of the, of the fence almost and support the girls as a fan so yeah yeah it's Dermot and Dave in Australia in Perth ahead of the big game chatting to Man United star and Ireland player Aoife Mannion what's it like when you go into Old Trafford um, you know for the first time through those gates and is there any connection to the men's team do you, do you all feel part of the same thing is there any crossover or, or support from them so we tra- we all train on the same complex now mm. Carrington and a lot of the big me- big men's clubs their female can- counterparts now train at the same, same complex club, yeah. and then a few times a year we'll play or we'll play at Old Trafford and that's kind of a new thing again in the last few years mm. we have our own little stadium that holds about 10,000 a bit a bit away from Old Trafford what is it like going to Old Trafford as a player totally overwhelming really you almost lose that home advantage the first time you go yeah. because you can't help but feel it as a fan <laughs> now luckily we've done it a few times now more normal yeah you know I imagine saying that that it, that it will become normal to actually play at Old Trafford there's the Northern Ireland game in the Aviva which will be another yeah. first that hopefully you'll be part of as well and tick another box in your record breaking <laughs> season and <laughs> career and do you feel like you just want to cause trouble everywhere you go because you you play for Birmingham and Villa and now Man City and Man United are you constantly just seeing <laughs> where's the biggest rivalry I can get in and make some trouble for everybody I mean it definitely seems like that would you believe that everywhere that I've been for football I always thought that I was going to be there for the rest of my career which obviously when you look back sounds like I'm talking absolute rubbish because (laughs) the way you sort of put that you know that's how everyone would say it Um, but I'm just so glad that I'm on the right side at the moment I'm glad you said the right thing good ending so that's what we're going to focus on before we let you go Aoife big game tonight our time this morning uh, Ireland time Uh, we have been called out as a very physical side by the opposition so far both teams Australia and now Canada how do you see this one playing out it's a big ask well firstly when we talk about Ireland being a physical side let's think of the main players like Katie McCabe she might be physical but she's also probably more technical than most players in the English Mm. WSL so sometimes when you focus on the physical side it can be a bit of a disrespect actually Mm. yes we're physical but we also have the quality we also have the technical ability so I think we're going to do it tonight well said well said
Thank you so much for carving time out to come and have a chat to us. Come on, you girls in green. Hopefully, see you back in the green shirt very soon. Dermot and Dave's Out Believe Tour with Sky on Today FM.